Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. This show is designed to inspire you to live your happiest life. Maybe you're going through a tough season, or maybe you're diagnosed with depression. We all go through tough seasons, and my hope is that when I interview someone, that you can connect with their story, be inspired, and take action to live a life of your dreams. I'm really excited for today's episode and the guest that I have connected with through Grace and LinkedIn. (laughs) You gotta love social media. Uh, Make sure to stay tuned all the way to the end and you'll hear about our fun VIP concert experience. Check it out. All right, I am super excited, super honored to have Lieutenant Colonel Oakland McCullough here on the Move Happy Movement podcast and blog. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Oh, Aaron, thank you for having me. I'm excited. It, it, I, I never turned down a chance to talk about leadership and, and you, you know, when you invited me, I was really excited. Yay. And I always love to tell my audience, you know, how, how I connect with people because I feel like we can always learn and we can always teach. And if we can learn from each other, uh, one of the things that we had connected through was on LinkedIn. That was um, how we had connected. And I can't remember if you messaged me first or vice versa, but I always love learning from people in the military and, you know, especially officers like you, you have to run organizations and whatnot. And I was, I was really attracted to in your bio, you had over 40 years of leadership and I believe we can always learn more. And especially from those that have, you know, spent a lot of time in leadership roles. So that's, that was one thing that I was like, yes, I definitely want to share your nuggets and also selfishly learn learn from you. Um, but for those that don't know your background and whatnot, let's, let's go back a little ways. Um, let's talk about your origin story. So okay. what were you like as, as a little boy? Yeah. So I grew up in Northern Illinois, uh, in farm country, just a dumb farm boy. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and that's why I live in Florida now, cause I'm never living through winters like that ever again. <laughs> um, My mom's the same way. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny because when I got ready to retire from the army, all my buddies said, okay, you're moving back home. And I said, listen to me. I said, just because my parents weren't very smart and lived in the North doesn't mean I have to be. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I grew up in, in Northern Illinois. I played baseball, basketball, football all through growing up and all through high school. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, and I was leaders of, I was captain of my team. I was leaders in, uh, leader of clubs and organizations, student government and that. And then uh, I, I decided I was going to serve in, in the military. I wanted to be an officer in the Army. So I applied and I got accepted and went off to the United States Military Academy at West Point. And I was there for two years, played baseball there. Uh-huh. And, um, and then my father got sick. So I came home, ran the business for him for a little bit, helped him run the business for about 18 months. And then I finished up in ROTC, which is where I met my wife, uh, who was also in ROTC. She was Aww. an Army nurse. Um, and, uh, and so I did that at Northern Illinois University. Um, and then I became a, um, an officer in the army. So, um, really decided I wanted to be an officer probably about my sophomore, junior, sophomore, junior year is really where I finally figured out what I wanted, thought I wanted to do in life. I love that. Was there a certain experience or a person that you heard from that was an officer? How, how did you come to that decision? Yeah, it's, it, it, no, there wasn't. I, I'm first generation out of my family really wow. to be an officer. Um, and I had two uncles. I had one 
who was, a, uh, they both served in Vietnam. One mm -hmm. was in the army. He, he was, uh, served in Vietnam and was a staff sergeant in the, mm -hmm. in the army. Uh, and then I had a, a, a uncle who was in the Navy and I don't even hold that against him. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was, and so they, they would tell me stories as I was growing up and yeah. I was around them. Um, and it kind of, you know, I was always interested in, in serving, but then it was really, I, I, this, cause even my father and my father-in-law, neither one of them could understand why I chose to do what I did. Mm -hmm. And I eventually explained it to him, to him this way. I said, look, you know, I, my father never finished the fifth grade. My mother never finished the 10th grade. Now they went back and got their GEDs, but school uh -huh. wise, they never finished those grades. Yeah. And yet I got to go to the United States Military Academy at West Point, one of the premier education wow. uh, universities in the world. And yeah. I retired a lieutenant colonel in the army. Nowhere else in the world do I happen. Nowhere. I've been in 44, 45 countries on five continents. Wow. Nowhere else does somebody like me get to be where I am. Wow. And I always told people, you know, I am serving so that other young men and women, your son or daughter or somebody else's son or daughter or my son and daughter wow. have the same opportunities that I had growing up. Wow, that's incredible. And it's not easy. I've heard it's not easy at all to get into West Point. So you must have had a lot of great recommendations and worked your tail off in high school. Well, I did, but I always tell people this story and this is a true story. And, and uh, <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend and, uh, and she volunteered, you know, this was back before computers. So you had to type everything. Yeah. Hard to believe. Uh, no computers. Um, I'm not one of those typewriters. My, yeah, exactly. My <laughs> so she said, I'll help you. I'll type everything that you need. Uh, I'll do all the applications because I applied to all the ROTC scholarships. I applied to all the academies and she did all the typing for me and everything. And, um, and, and I got in. And, and so I always tell people I would probably never have gotten into West Point if it wasn't for her. And I had not seen her since we graduated back in 1981 mm -hmm. until we just had our 40th reunion. And I went home this summer from our 40th reunion. And that's the first time I'd seen her since we graduated. Wow. And I, and I gave her a copy of my book. I said, because you are a huge reason why I am where I am today. Wow. And so I gave her a copy of my book. So. Oh, that is so neat. I bet she felt super honored. That is awesome. Yeah. She keeps telling me that it's not true that, that she didn't help me. I said, believe me, you helped me. <laughs> <laughs> She's humbled too. Love that. Yeah. Um, wow. That's, that's super powerful and all those countries and all that travel. And you just, you have a heart of gratitude. I can just, I can feel it through, through the screen here. Um, for those that, you know, um, might be struggling, maybe they're going through a tough season or, or, or maybe they're diagnosed with depression, whatnot, but they connect with your story. Maybe they're an aspiring officer in the military or an officer right now. What are some tips and strategies that you've learned through your journey in, in keeping a positive mindset uh, for those tough seasons that someone might be going through? Yeah, and, and I don't even think it has to be just military. I, it could be a leader yeah. in any organization um, or anybody in any organization. I, and I think a couple of things that, that have always kept me focused um, and, and keep your, your vision out there, because we're all going to have bad days. We're all going to have bad times. I mean, that's, that's called life. Um, yeah. 
I'm not, not trying to make it make light of it. Mm-hmm. We, we all do. I don't care how successful somebody is. They've all gone through some bad times and some some rough times. And so I think a couple of things. Number one, you got to maintain some goals and you got to keep those in focus. Yeah. And I always tell people, you know, a couple of things about goals. Number one is it's not a goal until you write it down. You can believe what, you know, talk about everything you want, but I believe that for it to be a goal, you have to write it down yeah. and then you have to act on it within the first 24 hours. You got to do something to start yeah. down that road. And if you do that, I think then, then that starts you down that road. And I always tell people a goal should not be the, the next step. It should be further down the road. Mm-hmm. You may not ever get there and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with not ever getting to your goal as long as you continue to work toward it. Um, but, but hopefully you do get to it and it should be, it should, it should be, you know, I, I always like to say it, when I make a goal, I want, I try to make it for the, the perfect world. Of course, we all know there's no such thing as a perfect right. world, but if you make it for the perfect world, then that you, you can strive. And one of my favorite quotes um, is by Vince Lombardi. Mm-hmm. And he said, excellence, or he says, perfection is unattainable. Mm-hmm. But if you strive toward perfection, you might get to excellence. And oh. that's good enough. Mm-hmm. That's really good. So I think maintaining goals yeah. and maintaining uh, a good attitude about about life. You know, and I'm, I'm a Christian. I, I make no bones about it. I I'm a Christian, and, and so that plays a huge part in my in my mental um, uh, in my mindset. And yeah. so I, I always keep a positive mind that you know that there is a reason I'm here. There is a reason things are I'm going through things, and it might be just to teach me a, a lesson that then I can pass on to somebody else down the road. But there but there is a reason. I believe God has a reason for everybody, and and so. Uh, I keep, keep goals and keep a good mindset. And I think you, you, you'll, that'll go a long way to helping you get back on the right track and and understand what's going on in in your life. I love that. Absolutely. And when you said set a goal and then take action within 24 hours, I immediately thought of Tony Robbins and all of his leadership trainings and everything, because we might feel super motivated in that high, that mountain state when we're around others that are associated with our like-minded thoughts. But if we wait too long, those feelings go away. So take action immediately. I love that. Yeah, that, that was something that somebody, and I don't even remember who taught me that, but it was a long time ago. Um, and, and they said, look, you, you got to take action. Uh, otherwise, it, it's, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not a goal. It's just an idea. Um, so yeah. you got to write it down and you got to yeah. take action on it. Love that. Love that. Um, second pillar of Move Happy is all about building strong relationships. Um, we know that those who we associate with, it's a huge predictor of our happiness level. And it can also predict our unhappiness if we're hanging around a bunch of negative Nellies and whatnot. Um, I'd imagine in the military and your leadership experience that not everybody is like perfectly joyful and, and <laughs> kind and fun to work with and whatnot. Um, but despite that, what, what have you learned as far as like connecting with the right kinds of people to help sharpen your, your skill set and, and keep you motivated to, to keep in, you know, moving towards your goals? Yeah, I, I think it's very important. And I always try to uh, and I've always tried to, to keep this in mind that you want to surround people, surround yourself with people who, number one, are like minded as you are, mm-hmm. have the same kind of goals and the same kind of 
um, uh, ambitions in your life that you want, you want those people around you because they'll, they'll push you that they'll, you know, and sometimes they'll pull you. Sometimes it is even a push. Sometimes somebody that you're associated with is very, very successful and, and they'll just pull you along in their, in their success. And, and that's okay too. Uh, you know, you can learn and do things that way as, so you, I think you got to have those kind of people mm-hmm. that, that around you. And then I, I, I think you got to have people who you can trust. I, that that is so huge in life, um, and and integrity, as I talk about in the book, integrity is one of those things that that you know my father used to say: nobody can take your integrity away from you. You yeah. can give it away, but nobody can take it from you. Yeah. So I think, and and the problem is that once you do give it away, it's gone. Yeah. Uh, those people that are around you that who know you and know that you you were not honest or did something that that compromised your integrity that it's never going to be there again. Um, so you got to be really careful about that. So I think, you know, you got to surround yourself with the right people and you got, you have to, to maintain some integrity. And I think that that goes a long way. I love that. And integrity is one of my core values. So absolutely hundred percent, you need to be consistent with that and surround yourself with people that are, that are like that. Um, hundred percent that actually brought to mind, uh, this last year was my first, I'm still growing as a business owner, you know, only a few years in, and I had my first person on the team that was not full of integrity and had to learn a hard lesson of, who I can share information with, who is trustworthy and, and, right. and, and I've made some huge shifts in the business and associated with, with more like-minded people. And I think um, it shut me off for a little bit uh, building and expanding. I had a team across three continents and I had to go back down to just being solo. Cause I was like, I don't know who to trust. Yeah. And, I, and that, that, that is so, that's such a bad place to be. I mean, cause you want to trust people. Right. I mean, that, Absolutely. It's human nature that you want to trust people, but, yeah. but you get, you know, there are times when you just got to be careful and you, and you got to start over at some point yeah. sometimes. And, and unfortunately. Absolutely. And I was listening to a couple of days ago, I listened to Joel Osteen sometimes his um, sermons online and he talked about his sermon was on pruning. And when we prune, even though we might not want to cut back, we might not want to be going through a tough season. That's where the growth really happens. That's right. And that's what ended up, you know, launching my nonprofit this year and was able to have, you know, keynote speakers that have worked with former presidents of the United States. And, you know, it was like, oh, okay, well, that was a sucky season for a couple of months, but we got over that. And now we're like, whoa, way, way far ahead. So integrity is number one. And I think your, your brand, who you are established as a human being, the right people will know what the truth is about you. Um, so if you're going through a tough season for listening to the show right now, keep moving forward, keep, keep loving on people. And even the person that wasn't trustworthy, you know, I, I decided to, it was like a song. They were trying to steal a song and ruin my reputation and tell everybody I was suicidal. It was pretty bad. Yeah, I wasn't, it was pretty bad. And yeah. I was like, you know what, this person obviously is hurting right now if they are going through the trouble of trying to damage my reputation on a global scale. And um, I'm just loving them from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you do have to, you know, that you have to understand when you got to figure out when the, the, the time is that you got to break exactly uh, re- relations with somebody 
And, and like you said, you can love them from a distance. You can forgive them and all those kinds of things, but yep. you got to have that point where you say, okay, we, we can't have that same type of relationship anymore. And, and you got to, and when that time comes, you got to do it I mean, as painful as it is sometimes, even if you don't want to do it, yeah. you, you got to do it. You really do. If, if you want to continue to grow and, and yep. do the right things. Absolutely. Absolutely. hundred percent. So, um, yeah, building relationships and connecting with the right kinds of people is super key to our happiness and success in business and life in general. And third, third pillar of happy is all about movement. And we know that it's highly tied to our mood our happiness, our health. I mean, there's so many benefits to exercise, fitness, dance, sports, et cetera. I know you mentioned being an athlete in high school and then playing baseball at West Point. Um, is baseball your favorite activity? to move your body or is, is there something? No, not anymore. I mean, I, I've, I, I played softball for many years when I was in the army because every, t- every company puts together a team, every, you know, and we play in tournaments, whatever, okay. and, and seasons on, on, on post. So I played softball for many years. I don't play any sports anymore um, for a number of reasons, but one, just because my body's worn out, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so now really what we do, what my wife and I do, we go for walks, um, uh, on the beach, you know, it's tough to live in Daytona beach, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, so we, we do a lot of walking on the beach and, and those kinds of things. And, uh, and then I, the other thing that I love to do is my, my other passion. If I'm not working, I I'm, I'm fishing. I love to fish. So love that. Yeah. Um, and not ocean fishing. I, I go back in the mangroves. I get a little, my yacht, my 17 foot John boat with a 40 horsepower engine. I go back in the mangroves and just, you know, and it's so quiet back there. It's so nice. And it's just, it's my time. Even, even if I wasn't catching anything, it's just my time to, to relax. And I can either do one of two things. I can either let my mind just wander and not think of anything, or I can think about all my issues and start trying to figure out how to solve them. Yeah. I used to do that when I used to run, because I used to run a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my time to do that same thing. I could treat it whichever way I wanted to that day, yeah. but, uh, but now I don't run anymore. And, uh, and now I use my fishing time to do that. There you go. I love that. I love that you have found different ways to move your body and to take care of your mind. That's super important. Um, let's talk. I know we talked, we kind of hinted at this book. Let's talk a little bit more about what, uh, what's going on in your world, what you're excited about. I, like I said earlier, I cannot keep this book down. It is, it's such a, it's such a neat, honestly, it's to me, it's simple, practical tips in building yourself, improving yourself as a leader. Um, one in particular that stood out to me was just like, Oh, I'm like him. Like I found some similarity, you know, connection and how you present and do public speaking, you know, you have your keywords to kind of help guide you and you like repeat, 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 memorize until you get so confident that you don't have to look at a script or anything like that. I feel like that is practical for any public speaking or interviewing or, you know, even if you don't want to be a leader. I mean, I always tell people, you know, the book is about leadership, but I would also argue, and I've had people tell me, uh, when they read it, that, you know, it's not just about leadership. If you want to be good at a number of things yeah. as a follower, or just as a speaker, whatever, yeah. that there's a lot of tips in there that, that could help you do that. Yeah. And, and so that, that makes me, uh, and, and speaking, communication to me is one of the huge 
things that, and we just don't do a good job of of teaching it anymore we just don't I love that absolutely and so for those that are listening to the show and can't see the book um, its title is your leadership legacy becoming the leader you were meant to be and I love that's hardback like it's just, it's, it's really well done. And your wife is super cute too. She's awesome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so how can people get this? What's the best way they can connect with you? Yeah. So, um, so the book is available on Amazon if that's the way you want to do it. Um, okay. And it's available in hardcover, paperback and ebook. And I'm about to finish. I'm almost finished with the audio book. Nice. So I, I'm hoping it will be out by Christmas, but uh, I don't know. But when it is, I'll put it out on all my social media uh, so that everybody knows that it's out and they can get it if they want to. Awesome. Um, and I've had about 50 people ask me about an audio book. So I finally broke down and, and did it. And I actually read it myself. I, I was kind of debating whether or not I wanted to do that or not. Yeah. So, so the guy that uh, uh, the studio I was working with. He said, absolutely. You need to. So I yeah. did it all except my wife did the forward and, and she did her, did the introduction. I wanted to have her in there because she's such a huge part of my, uh, of my life. And I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for her, no doubt about it. Um, so you can get the book on Amazon or you can go to my website at www.ltcoakmcculloughmccullouch. And, uh, and there's a book sales, you can go there and you can, and that'll take you to the Amazon site. But if you, you know, and there are people out there who don't want to use Amazon, I got it. Um, and if you don't want to, then you can contact me through my website, okay. either the, my phone number or the email. Yeah. Um, and, and we can figure out how to get you a book, even okay. a signed copy. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask that if they want a signed copy. Yep. Cool. Absolutely. I've, I've, I've sold probably through my website that going that way, I've probably, I, I think about up to about 125, 26 awesome. books sold. And every one of them I sell that way, I sign and, and put a little inscription in. And uh, we're over, this went over a thousand copies sold last week. So congratulations. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Not, not going to make the New York Times bestseller list, but, um, but Maybe I think that's yet. pretty good. Yeah, no, that's, that's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. Um, Absolutely love that. So if they want to sign copy, they'll reach out to you directly on the website or on LinkedIn. Yeah, um, yep, absolutely. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on all the social media. I'm, a, you know, it's funny because before I wrote this book, I was on no social media yeah. whatsoever, and I always said I would never be. And when I wrote the book, my publisher said, "So, Oak, which social media are on?" I said, "None." I said, "And I don't want to be." And he said, "I didn't ask." <laughs> we're we're going <laughs> to yeah. be on social media, so I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on. Uh, Facebook, I have both a professional and a private uh, mm -hmm. or personal Facebook, and I've got Instagram and Twitter, although I have no idea what Twitter is. I can't figure that out. Yeah, I'm still know. learning it too. I'm still learning. Yeah. We're all I'm, learning. I'm, that, that one's beyond me at this point. I, and my wife keeps telling me I got I to gotta figure it out, and I do, but I just haven't yet. So a great audio, if you're doing a lot of driving or you like to, you prefer audiobooks, is um, Gary V's, Gary Vaynerchuk's book called Crushing It. He, oh, okay. I've heard of it. He breaks down each social media platform. And not only that, he has all of his like followers because he's been doing brand building for a couple decades. And he like, he got his fame on YouTube first. And then he's like an investor in Facebook and Instagram, all these places 
he's on Good Morning America all the time. He has his testimonials of his his followers, his fans give their own story of how they use the different platforms and the success that they've had in their business growth. So he explains the Twitter one, kind of like the water cooler um, feel. He gives like the dollar eighty strategy and whatnot in the audiobook. Um he does he gives a lot of free information away on his social media as well. Uh, but that like okay good into Crush, crushing, it, crushing it right yeah like I've listened to it probably 10 times and I I always like there's so much information that you can't get it all in one listen. So okay good I really recommend that absolutely that sounds good I appreciate that Aaron. No problem. I always love to close out the show with you know a fun like impromptu question uh, to help, you know, my audience kind of get to know you on an even more personal level, though you've shared a lot already. Um, let's let's talk about your favorite thing about your wife that is super unique. Yeah, so so you got to understand how how we met. So um, met in ROTC, mm-hmm. and uh, during our two years in ROTC together, we never went out on a date. What? Um, yeah, <laughs> never went out on a date. We. we we kind of, we could tell we liked each other, but every time yeah. when she wasn't seeing somebody, I was, yeah. and I was, so it just never worked out. Mm-hmm. So two weeks after she graduated, she, she graduated six months before I did two weeks, two weeks after she graduated, we went out on our first date. Mm-hmm. And I think that was May 14th. Okay. Um, so May 14th, we went out on our date. We were engaged on the 2nd of July and we Ooh. were married in January. So, and that was 34 years ago. So, so I think we, we did okay. Um, and I always tell people, I don't know why she married me, but now after 34 years, she doesn't have time to train anybody else. She's stuck with me. So, um, but uh, I, am, I am today who I am because of her. I, she has a huge part. She's played in that. And I think that my fa- one of my favorite things about her is just the honesty um, that we have between each other. Um, if I'm doing something that bugs her, she has no problems telling me that. Um, Love it. And, and that's okay because yeah. otherwise we don't know. If, if yeah. somebody doesn't tell you that that you're bugging them or that you're not doing something that they want you to do, yeah. then then it, if, if they don't tell you, then that's as much their fault as yours because Absolutely. you don't know that that's bugging them or that they want you to do it. Yeah. So I think that's one of the favorite things I have about about my wife and, and our relationship is just that we are just so honest with each other. Right. And, uh, and, and, and I always tell people, you know, this is the advice I give every married couple, mm-hmm. be careful what you say, because once you say it, mm-hmm. it can never be taken back. It's always out there. Yeah. So, you know, before you open your mouth, think about what you're saying. And if you really, really want to say that, and she and I have, have uh, have kind of lived by that, and it's and it's worked out well for us. Doesn't mean that we haven't had some disagreements in 34 years, because we certainly right. have. But we've always lived by that. That be careful what you say. Make sure that that you think about what you say before you, you let it come out of your mouth. Yeah, I love that kind candor. It's kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah. And believe me, she has no problem hurting my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> And and that's good. I mean, I always t- say that you know she's my best friend and she's my best cr- critic as well. So uh, she 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 has no problems telling me when I'm not doing the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Well, thank you again so much. This has been amazing. 
we definitely need to have you back on a follow-up session, maybe when the audiobook gets released. Yeah, or absolutely. Anytime, Erin. You just tell me when. I've, I've really enjoyed this. All right. That's a wrap, folks. Thanks again so much for listening to the show. I hope you learned something. I hope we added value to you. And most importantly, I hope that you decide to take action and really, truly live the life of your dreams. If we have added value to you today, it would mean the world to me if you take a screenshot and post on your social media and tag us. Um, you can tag us at um, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, the little at sign, the real move happy. On Twitter, we are the little at sign move happy team. On Snapchat, the little at sign, the move happy. On LinkedIn, you can tag me on my professional page. I also have a business page. Um, you do have to do the at sign and then hyphen and then happy. You'll see my purple and gray logo with a little registered R symbol at the top. And you'll know that that's the right one. And um, I'm also on Clubhouse, though you can't post on there, but if you wanna talk and share, if you have your own Clubhouse, um, you can you can tag me, it's Move Happy Aaron. And if you are a Twitch gamer, um, though I haven't actually created content for that because I don't have video game consoles, but I love all of my listeners that play video games, um, you can tag me on that as well. Um, I believe it's Move Happy Aaron. I'll double check on that and um, get back to you guys on the next episode. My bad. I don't have my phone in front of me. But anyways, um, obviously I'm not on Twitch too often, but it's good to be everywhere and for us all to work together to spread the message and the mission. I am just so grateful for you guys. Um, For those that do listen to the show consistently, I want to give honor and tribute to my super fans, um, those that are sharing consistently, writing reviews. I am a singer, and those of you that like my voice, I've been able to do a lot of amazing things through the gift that God has designed in me. And I'm doing a VIP listening room experience. Uh, Once we hit 10,000 downloads of the show, um, I'll be organizing a private VIP concert for all of you guys that are regularly sharing my content on social media and writing reviews and sending me testimonials of how you are taking action to live the life of your dreams um, and helping others. Um, when we contribute to others, it just it really makes the world a better, kinder place. So I want to honor you guys and use the gift that God has designed in me. So um, you can check this at any time for as far as our downloads um, on the website, themovehappy.podbean.com. So that's themovehappy.podbean.com. I'm going to check it right now to see where we're at as of Monday, November 29th, 2021 at 1.48 p.m. And we are at 2,920 downloads. You guys, I don't pay for bots or ads or fake download clicks. These are actual people. Over two, almost 3,000 people have listened to the show in some capacity. You guys, I'm just so grateful for you. Um, I know I get messages all the time that I'm helping people, that they are really inspired, that they are living the life of their dreams, that I'm motivating you guys, that I'm inspiring you. And I... I just, I can't thank you enough. So we've got a little ways to go. If you could share this with three people um, or more, that would help us get to that concert experience even faster. So 
keep plugging away and keep listening to the show every week and you'll see where we're at with that. I love you guys so much. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. Oh, P.S. If you're a veteran or first responder, my next and final concerts of 2021 are on December 16th. We've got one at 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That is 5 p.m. Mountain Time, 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern for the first concert, and then two hours later for the final concert. I will be singing original music, additionally some fun holiday Christmas tunes, and we have confirmed keynote speakers, husband and wife duo, Kara and her husband Craig and I'm so excited she is a judge in Washington State he is a high-level executive of Costco they've been my super fans of my concerts Um, they're actually the couple that flew me across the country to sing for his birthday party a couple years ago right before the pandemic shut everything down they're huge supporters of me and I'm so grateful to be able to share their stories and their wisdom from their professional expertise. So I hope to see you there. We do have quite a big lineup. It is a free concert for you. And all you have to do is uh, get me your email address and I'll um, add you to the invite. I will be sending that invite later on this week if you're listening to this um, live um, November 29th or somewhere around that date. And uh, if you can either DM me on social media or my email is Aaron, E-R-I-N, at themovehappy.com. And I'll make sure to add you to the invite list. Veterans, first responders, family member, and friends, you're all welcome. Um, the music is never before released. Some you may have heard before throughout this year. Um, and some that you should know and you can sing along to as if you're into the Christmas music scene. All right. I love you guys so much. All right. See you next week.